It's poker, Shorty. Anything can happen. Hello, and welcome back to another Nerd Enthusiast Poker Podcast. I'm your host, Ida Hoagie, a.k.a. Anthony, or the other way around. And here with my other host, Brian, not the man Keen, back again for another edition of Nerd Enthusiast Poker Podcast. Uh, make sure that you follow us on all our social media. It's all Nerd Enthusiast, so if you look up Nerd Enthusiast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, etc., etc., and you can also check out exclusive content on our Patreon, which helps support our channel as well, uh, Nerd Enthusiast. All right, um, so I just got back from Vegas. This dude, the so world traveler. We're going to talk about Vegas a little bit, and we're going to talk about what we've been holding off on a while. So if you're listening to this, you're here for the game show stuff, get ready for that. Yeah, for we, those who who, uh, who care to know. Yeah, yeah. if you want to know, we, we were on a game show. We'll talk about that in a minute. So I just got back from Vegas last month. Um, I went for uh, stuff with the Slot Squad. We had an awesome time and while i was out there uh you know i gotta play some cards obviously yeah was the card uh player lifestyle um mix game festival which is hosted by this guy robbie who runs the company uh he's awesome so basically what he does is he just sets up these like events like basically he does low stakes mix games like all the craziest shit you can think of like that people are like oh my god but it's fun because he does all low stake stuff. So it's like, you know, it's like four eight, you know, is it brings in a lot of regulars, not a lot of high rollers. Yeah. But they yeah. do have like some high roller like they have a high roller back room. So people want to yeah. get in the big mix games. But it's a fun thing he does. And basically he did this when I was out there. Like when I was going to look at my schedule that I was gonna be out there. I'm like, uh I was like, Oh, this is happening. It starts Sunday. I'm gonna be there till Monday. So I was like, let me jump in this. So I met up with him, awesome dude. Um, start getting a bunch of games, just hanging out. And basically they just, um, you know, every eight hands, they switch the game, but it's not like horse where it's just like Hold'em, Omaha, Raz, Stud, Hilo, you know, whatever. Like it's all the wild shit. Like, yeah. Like dealer's choice. Like it's like Badoogie, Dramaha, like there's just super stud, like all these ones that are great. And if you don't know, like Badoogie's like, you have to like make the lowest card, but they have all have to be different suits. Yeah. Yep. So it gets like wild and fun at the same time uh, playing these events. And what was cool too was there was people that were just coming up and they they were watching because he had like a little crowd. They had like a little section. Yeah. And there's people like coming up and just watching like, oh, I want to jump in. Like dudes had no clue. But, it, you know, like you're playing 4 8 limit. So, like, if you lose 100 bucks, it's not that big a deal. And one guy sat yeah. down and, like, specifically, he, like, literally sat next to me and he even said, he's like, he's like, I know I'm going to lose tonight, but th this is how the only way I'm going to learn this game. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a house game. It, like, well, it plays like a house game. That's, I yeah. think that's what Robbie's mentality is. But yep. at the same time, he gets some, like, big name people to be there. Like, Jonathan Little showed up. Oh wow! He wasn't there That's the awesome. day I was there. Yeah. Um, well, it was like what three or four days, right? Yeah, it was like a. It's over. Uh, and he does like a little. He does some um, tournaments, like some cheap buy-ins. Yeah. He does prize giveaways, like hot seat prize giveaways. Hook me up with a hoodie. Thank you very much. Um, they had one of the guys that wrote a book on mixed games was there signing autographs and like doing his book was like half off if you bought it for like ten bucks or whatever and it came with an autograph. Um, so yeah, it was cool. Uh, it's it's pretty fun events and. It's just it, it's it's like a house game in Vegas. Yeah, that's the best yeah. way to describe it. He got pizza for everyone. Like you know, if you show up the first day, you know. You oh, get, nice. Yeah. So he and goes, this was at Resorts World, right? Yeah. So it was at Resorts World, which you know I know we did our review on, yeah, which we toasted basically. But no, I was toasting the players. Come on, it wasn't necessarily 
the room, the resort itself, the casino itself, we gave high marks to. It was the clientele that I encountered that day. Let's let's make it clear. I like your resorts. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I had um and then I ran into someone else there out of my table and uh, Matt Savage was at my table there. That oh, day. nice. Yeah, yeah so, you did mention that. And so, yes. shout out to Matt Savage. He said, uh, we were talking about the podcast because Robbie introduced me to him. And he said that uh, he'd be interested in definitely coming on uh, in the future. So, I was like, all right, well, as long as he doesn't see our lucky view. <laughs> I mean, that was my first question was like, did you tell him about our lucky you review? And you're like, no, I want him to come on the podcast. I'm not going to tell him that. <laughs> that, like, we, that we trash lucky you. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. It was... It, like again, we've already we've done so many movie reviews. Getting away from the, the mixed game festival because I want to get back to that. I have a couple questions, but we've done so many movie reviews, you know, so far in our short lifespan that like there aren't many that stand the test of time from a poker standpoint. You yes. know what I mean? Like yes. a lot are just trash. A lot are like there's a lot more story to it that has nothing has very little to do with poker and everything to do with like you know bringing in the average viewer and we talked about that before um but that'd be cool i i, I mean that that would be actually really cool to bring him on because i have a ton of questions i want to ask him as someone who's been heavily involved with like running tournament series and being like pretty much is like 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 a well-known tournament director I, I was trying to look up real quick I, I was i was listening to everything he said but i was trying to see he's been multi I, it doesn't have an exact number though but he's been nominated um into for the Poker Hall of Fame multiple times. Yes. He hasn't got in yet. He's in the Poker Room Manager's Hall of Fame, which was 2003 he was put into that. Um, but he's been on the list, and I mean, I think he's gonna. He's eventually going to yeah, get in. Yeah, eventually. Um, it's funny because I think he pokes a little bit of fun of it at Lucky You too, because every couple of months I see him post <laughs> a picture on Twitter of his check. Yeah, it's like for 48 cents. It's literally like $6.24. <laughs> he's like, those residuals keep rolling through. And I'm just like, this guy, like he's yeah. got to be like kind of like. Yeah, but you know, it must have been a really cool experience for him. And I, that's what I would kind of like to talk to him about. Like, look, we trashed the movie a little bit, but I want to know the experience because it had been I mean, awesome. Bro, I went to the theaters to see it. Yeah. Like, like people who were a part of the poker boom, the moneymaker effect, whatever, anything poker related, at that point in time in my life, I was absorbing, and like I went, and I was like, "Yeah, W T F." <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so Matt was on our table. Great dude. Uh, had a lot of fun hanging out with him, playing. Just you know, we were all shooting the shit uh, on the table. But like that's what I mean. Like it's a four eight game, but he like invites pros, and you know he's not paying them. It's not like they're getting money. They're just going there to hang out. Yeah. Like you know, it's a fun thing to do. And plus, I think it also sharpens their skills a little bit because there's a lot of these games like for example i believe this summer if i can find it but i believe this summer is the first time ever that badoogie is going to be um, a part of the wsop wsop this year i guess it's going to be in one of the mixed games uh this this summer so you know it's it gives you a chance or you know yeah there it is the 1500 badoogie on june 7th and so that's going to probably get a huge tournament because uh, Badoogie is very popular out in Vegas. Yeah. So, but there was all these like, you know, like all these like Omaha, pineapple, mixture games. Like, so I I understand a good grass. I actually did pretty well yeah. uh, playing there. So I had fun and did well. So it was a win win. And uh, R R Robbie joked that uh, when I left, he said, maybe next time 
I'll actually win a pot against me, against me. So I was like, all right, well maybe. We'll oh, that's, see. oh wait, you're at the same table <laughs> as yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's cool. That's so, cool. Yeah. So wait, so um, just some things that I've experienced from playing at mixed game tables. Um, the dealers, like, how was their grasp of the different games? Was that like, was it like a teaching lesson for them as they were like dealing the game, or? Yeah, I most of them were the cash. Uh, table players. I mean, the cat. They weren't like tournament, you know, dealers. Yeah. So it wasn't like they had no clue. Most of them had a pretty good grasp about them. But at the same time, I don't think they were very thrilled, like to be dealing, like, uh, you know, like they're like, what is this game? You know, they. But they had a full grasp because, like, most of the games are either built off of like a home, uh, a hold'em slash Omaha style. Yep. Or they're based off of a draw style. Or they're based off of a stud, stud style. So like yeah. they're all the games are kind of like variations of those. So as, if you, as long as you understand the basics, like all right, you know how many cards are going to get down, and like everything like like that, it pretty much kind of flows with itself. It's just like little differences here and there. Like do you get the draw one? Do you get the draw three? You know, like yeah. little things you got to pay attention. But for the most part, shout to the dealers, there was no issues. No, I didn't have any yeah. issues. I was there for a long time. I was there for like almost half a day. So I guess Vegas is different than. Like I don't want to say like Atlantic City, but in it my is, experience, it it's is. like because they don't do that. They, they, they don't, don't play. They don't, no. they don't. They don't run those games that that often. So when you're playing them, it's it's almost like you're trying to teach the dealers yes. how to deal the game, especially when you're playing like a game like Pot Limit. Like oh my god, you know what I mean? Like well, that, that was the other thing too. Is like it was all four eight limits. Limit. So, so every, there was no like counting pots. Yes. Like everything was pretty much stacked. Like yeah, that makes it so much easier. Yeah. Because when you when you introduce those games and you introduce pot limit to it it's like you know pot i'm potting it i'm potting pot, it. next the, thing you know it's like okay like <laughs> hold on time out hold on here's my car keys <laughs> yes I, exactly I don't know like, what happened. like here's my shirt here's my yeah <laughs> but, but yeah so uh, robbie has designed this format and people come in from all over the place i mean it worked out for me because i was happened to be out there for something else and then that was going on but people were there from florida they were flying in because that's the thing too like if you want to get good at these mixed games you're not going to find at your local no. casino. Mm -mm. So for these events that have bracelet events and things like that, if you want to be a mixed game player and like really good and try to catch some of the action in the World Series this summer, you got to sharpen your skills where you can find it. So yep. guys were flying in from all over the place to play in this and hang out for the week as like a little mini vacation. Yeah. So um, he, you know, I like this style of like just kind of like it's almost like a meetup game, but it's like a week long. He does little prizes and giveaways, and he has sponsors and That's stuff like cool. that. And so what's also awesome is, I'll give a little shout-out to him, is that July 2nd through 6th, he is running his next one. Uh, I believe it's at Resorts. If I, if yeah, I saw, no, yeah, I, it's, yeah, it's Resorts. Resorts. Yeah. Which is nice because I already texted him. I said, dude, I'm flying out there July 6th for the main event. We're going to be out there. Yep. And I'm not playing on 6th, so I said, dude, I'm going to come by. So this year, this past one, I was there for the first day. Uh, this next one, I'll be out there for the, the last, last day. day. So, yeah. I'm going to stop by and check it out. So if you guys and girls at home, if you're going to be in Vegas that time, July 2nd through the 6th, uh, this is not a paid sponsorship, just so you know. I'm just telling you that we're going to be there. I'm going to be there at least. And uh, come hang out if you want to learn some mixed games. And, you know, it's very, you know, it's we talked about how people berate people that are new at stuff. This is not that feel. It's, like, supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually flying in on the 5th. To play the day uh, to play um, the flight on the sixth for the main, so I have nothing planned for the fifth, so I'll probably head over there and just check it out. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, they got the dailies and they got everything else, but he does giveaways and prizes, so definitely check it yeah, out. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right, so we're gonna get into something we've been kind of holding off on a while. Not really poker related, but 
but ga- I feel like gaming, it's the fruits gaming, of our labor. Yes, gaming. <laughs> yes, gaming related are are kind of uh, our ability to work together and strategies and gaming. So, if you don't know, um, we were on the CBS uh, game show called Lingo, and we're going to talk about how we got on that game show, and then later we're going to talk about how we won that game show. Um, but let's let's bring it back. Um, let's just talk about real quick what lingo is. You want to explain what lingo is? All right. So, lingo is actually an older older game show that was um, the host was Chuck Woolery. He was probably from the eighties. Um, that was on the Game Show Network and all a bunch of different networks or whatever the case may be. Uh, very similar to Wordle. Uh, the only difference is with Wordle you don't get any letters, where in lingo you actually get the first letter to the word. Um, and there's all different variations on how to play it, but the crux of it is similar to, you know, the more popular game Wordle where you enter guesses in to, um, the system and correct guesses are highlighted by a certain colored, um, basically like a ball, if if you will, like a certain colored cube. And then, um, close guesses, which means the letters in the word, but it's not in the right in the right slot are illuminated by a yellow um, like square or cube, essentially. Um, and then that's how you help solve the word. With Lingo, um, it's a little bit different than Wordle only because with Wordle, I already explained it, you're not given any letters and there is no keyboard in front of you in Lingo. So you kind of got to know what you're doing and words really that are a part of a five or six letter combo or whatever the case may be. Um, but we can talk a little bit about like, yeah, we'll, the rules and stuff we'll, like that. We'll but get, essentially it's like it's like a, a variation of Wordle. So like, the show is hosted by RuPaul. Um, the first season is done temporarily and they have signed on for season two. Now applications are open for season two, just so you know. I saw things online people can apply. Now how we got on it, um, without getting in like too too specific, but like general knowledge, because people were asking like, how do you get on a game show? How does that happen? Basically, Brian uh, applied for us to be on a game show a long time ago. You want to talk about a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, this is going back probably like five years, five ago. or six years. Um, there was an open casting call for a show called uh, "Can You Beat Shazam?" Right, and the fo- and and the uh, the host at the time was Jamie Fox. And if there's one thing that I I don't want to say like I know a lot about, I don't want to say I know a lot about music, but like I, I kind of like pop music and pop like, music, you know, yeah, old like, music, yeah. like all different, all different genres, like from country to, you know, sock hop. I know a lot of different songs anyway. So I reached out to Anthony and was like, dude, I feel like I would do really well on this show. We should apply. Yada, yada, yada. It'd be really fun. And we wound up applying and all we got was like the... <laughs> the generic like thank you for applying we'll be in touch blah 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 yeah so fast forward to um like this time last year uh i just received an email from i i would assume it's someone from that is a casting director or or affiliated with um you know that type of thing so basically like the same producers that produced lingo produced this show they're like hey we found this and the they were looking for people that were in the profession that anthony and i were in they were friends and like they yes. were looking for like mother daughter husband wife yes. like people that were connected somehow as a team you know not just two random strangers and to be 100 percent honest at first i thought i was getting 
scam. Yeah, we were like, is this a scam or is this real? <laughs> so just so you know, always do your due diligence. So we asked a lot of questions. We look and do we research? Like we looked up the name, I think, on LinkedIn or something. We're like, all right, where do they work for? Like, who is this? And we saw them like connected to the media company. Yes. They're like, okay, yes. I think they're legit. Yeah. So we did our due diligence of studying <laughs> by looking up who was who. Because we were talking that was a whole conversation. Like, is this scam? You think this is real? I don't know. Uh, but they basically sent out an email and they were just like, hey, we're looking for people. We have a new game show. We need people. Would you know? Basically, would you be interested? So, long story short, we did our due diligence. We vetted the people that were <laughs> like pretty much contacting us, and we submitted an application. And we um, were able to start the interview process at the very basic stages before we were even considered like to be contestants. Um, without going into too much information with that, we had multiple interviews via Zoom um, only because, and we'll kind of talk about this, the show had been rebooted from the 80s version in the United Kingdom, and it did really, really well over there. Yeah, it was um, like the number one game show in the last 10 or 20 years for the UK. Yes, so the idea was to reboot it here in the States and then have... Um, United or, or you know, not United States contestants, Americans um, contestants be on the show, um, but that was one of the one of the caveats to it is that in order to go through the process, you had to agree to tr travel essentially to the United Kingdom for filming and things like that. So a couple a couple tips because I'm going to drop along the line here as we're talking about like because people are going to want to know how we got on a game show, obviously. One, you got to know where the destination is. So I would say that is a big step because there's a bunch of people that probably want to be on a game show, but then they find out they have to travel. They have to take off days from work. They have to make sure that it's in their schedule. Like we had to take days off from work to go there. So you need to make sure that you are actually available and you know where they're recording from or where they're going to be. I mean, you, might, you don't need the exact address, but you need to know, like, are they going to be filming in L.A.? We, for us, it was Manchester United uh, Kingdom. So... We had to make sure that you know we could we were going to be able to go over there. So that that's a big hurdle uh, for getting on the show is make sure that you're actually going to be available to be at the location of where it's going to be. Yeah. Yep. Um. So a lot of the things that went on behind the scenes was like interviews, basically kind of showing like our connection. And if you have been following our podcast for you know for the two maybe two years that we've we've kind of been here, um, you can see. Anthony and I have been close friends since, I mean, we were small. We know each other well. We know our intricacies and things like that. We know our strengths, our weaknesses. And not to mention, we study poker together. So we know our habits when it's time to kind of lock in. And honestly, when we were given this opportunity, like there was no doubt in our minds that we, if we were selected, we had a really, really good shot to do well. Because again, we know what it takes to kind of like lock in, study, and like, like I guess you could say like hone our craft. Um, and I'm a nerd. Like obviously, I'm on Nerd Enthusiast Poker Podcast, but I do all kinds of word searches, crosswords, like Sudoku. Like that is what I do outside of poker as like my hobby. Like my I get my enjoyment out of doing like puzzles and and things like that. So like this game, Wordle, all that was like literally right in my wheelhouse like it was like yeah i can do well at this if i'm given an opportunity and i see i i was playing just wordle at the point when he contacted me about this but then i just upped my game and i'll talk a little bit about that how we went into a little more deeper strategy um i'm gonna say pro tip number two for trying to get on a game show which i originally got 
and I don't want to get too much in detail what they told us, but they basically look for people that are outgoing. Okay. They want people that are smart, but also outgoing. Because if you're super smart, but you have no personality and you're like a wall, that's not going to fly for a nine o'clock prime time show. Mm -mm. They want people that have personalities outgoing. And I actually learned this from, I got to give a shot to my buddy, Dan Licata, who I used to work with, who one day, without getting too far in detail, he like basically dropped on me. And I thought he was joking that he went on the prices right. And I was like, and he won. He won like a whole prize package. And I was like, you know, how do you get on there? And he's like, dude, my buddy told me this. He's like, when you go to interview with the producers, he's like, you got to be energetic. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to be like hype. Don't be like an ass. Don't be like crazy, but like be like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited to be <laughs> yeah. here. Like, you got to be animated. You got to be and over the top. So, like, I told Brian this too. I said, okay, you know, and the, the producers kind of reinforced that too. That, But the we, thing is, is like for us, it's not something that was an act. That's what I mean. Like, we're naturally like, talking. Like, that's naturally who we are. Yes, you know. absolutely. Like, we had that interaction like again we're very competitive with each other like he's keeping a tease has a tally of how many times he's beat me heads up i think throughout the undefe- undefeated like like it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous i don't even know when this happened other than the time i like laid down aces to you at hires at one time i was like dude really like i'll hold that over your head a million times but anyway but the point is is that we we have a lot of i don't want to say charisma because that sounds like really douchey and like arrogant but like we have a connection where like we just kind of play off each other so it it didn't it wasn't like we had to force it it just came naturally um in our interviews and things like that that kind of sold it for them obviously because we ended up making it on the show yeah and and so after that uh we we passed a bunch of tryouts and games and all that stuff you here's another thing there if it's especially if it's like a prime time or a major network they're going to do a major background check on you, just yeah. so you know. So be prepared for that. If you're yep. trying to get on a game show, yep. they're going to dig into everything. So if you got some skeletons in your clo- closet, just know they're going to find it because they have private investigators that look into yeah, all that. You just got to be honest yeah. um, and just upfront with them. Um, you know, and, and we, it was actually really funny. Well, not funny, but one of the, we were still kind of coming out of like COVID protocols. So like that was another, I don't think it was a caveat to, to getting on the show, but like that was also something that well, it was, was they, a part you of You had it. to get tested. Yeah. So, yeah. so we, yeah, we, we went through um, some COVID screenings and things of that nature and, um, you know, not getting too far away with some of the things we're talking about, like. Right prior, yes. like, do you want to? Yeah, I'll go on. So, <laughs> dude, we've been spending months now. Now, this wasn't, and that's the other thing too. Is like, don't get frustrated uh, because you don't hear back right away. I mean, this was like many months, many trials, many things that me and Brian had to go through. It wasn't like they called us one day, like, "Hey, you're on the show tomorrow." It was a long process to get on a major game show, and that's probably the same for a lot of other shows like Jeopardy and things like that as well. Yeah. It's a very yeah. long process, and so. You know, we finally got the clearance. Like they were like, "You're, you guys are it. Like you're coming on. You passed everything, and so you know you're down to the final people, and you're going to be on the show." So we're like, "Awesome!" They gave us our plane tickets, our dates. Like everything's locked in now. They paid for everything, which was awesome. The flight, and they paid for the hotel and all that stuff. So everything's locked in, right? We're like, "Awesome!" So literally, uh, man, I don't know. It was like we were flying out on a Wednesday or Thursday. I think it was a Wednesday. We were flying on Wednesday. And Monday, I have two kids. Monday, my my one son comes home sick. I'm like, oh, my God. And so, buffeted this, though, my mom and grandma, who I had very limited contact with, had COVID the week before. And I was like, okay. I told my mom, I'm not even coming near your house. Like, don't even (laughs) stop by in the realm. Like, don't even come near me. I'm not coming near you. But then my son comes home. He's got COVID Monday. I'm like... 
I'm like, I felt so bad, but I'm like, go, you're going to my mom and grandmoms. I'm like, you're just go, like, you know, I was nice about it, but I'm like, okay, go. So I had like no contact with him, but he was in my house. I'm like, oh no. So then, like two hours later, my other son was still home and he was fine. He's like, oh, I'm not feeling good, dad. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so then we tested him and he's got it. So I'm like, pack it up, mama and Gigi. See you later. So he went over there because you know I knew the house was good. And I'm like, oh my god. And then. My kid's mother had it, and oh, not that I had contact with her, but like they got it from her. It was or my like grandma. It was like all over. The it place. was honestly like, I'm like, are you? I well, so I called. I felt. Listen, yes. <laughs> I felt so bad, and I'm like, I gotta call Brian. Like I have to let him know now. And I was negative. I, I tested myself. I'm like, I'm negative, but I just felt like it was like this impending storm. And I call Brian. I'm like, listen, I'm just giving you a heads up because if you had COVID, you could knock on the show. That was like they very clear about that. I'm like, just give you a heads up. This is what I'm going through. I try not to have any contact with anybody here, but like, this was in my house. And he's like, oh, you know, like, and I felt so bad because we had spent so much time and effort and like getting off from work and like everything. So lo and behold, it's like Wednesday. We go, I test again before we go to the flight. And I'm like, I'm still negative. So like, there. And then I guess it was Thursday morning. They give you a test. Yeah. The day of the show. And I'm like, sweating. I'm, Still feeling fine. I have no Yeah, idea. there was no symptoms at all. And I'm like, but I'm just like anxiety, like, oh my god. I know. That was because like, they got you with all the other contestants outside. Yes, that you're was, gonna film with that day and stuff. And it was like awkward. And I was like, and luckily I passed and I was like, oh my god. That was god. like like hurdle number one. <laughs> but so getting back to like preparation. So again, we are kind of already mentioned um Anthony and I, you know, we've been friends for a long time. We we're super competitive. It, just in general. Um, and we studied like, so they contacted us and like pretty much said like, Hey, you know, start playing the game on the app. And they had an app game and it was like super cool. Um, and literally like from jump street, I was on this app. Like, I mean, you name it, any few minutes that I had, I was playing on the app. Um, and then, you know, I was on him like, dude, are you playing on the app today? Like, Hitting them up every couple of days, like you, you played on the app today, right? Like, do you have yeah, you played on the app? I'm gonna segment this. <laughs> so, if you're listening to the audio, it's just gonna flow, but we're gonna segment this from the YouTube video into part two. This is gonna be how we won the game show, but it's a little you know, <laughs> we're dropping it. But I'm gonna go behind the scenes of how we actually won this game show of Lingo. Uh, and I think a lot of this will apply to other game shows as well. You know, ours is very specific, but that's step one. Step one is you gotta know your game and you just gotta start getting in the realm. So, like, if it's something like Jeopardy. Then you got to go to trivia nights every night. Mm -hmm. You got to be playing online trivia games. You got to be watching Jeopardy. I started watching the old YouTube uh, videos of Lingo, uh, even though it was going to be different. Yeah, I started watching them, and then Brian, um, we we had the app that we were both doing, and then I downloaded. I was on Wordle, Lingo app, and Quirtle, which was four Wordles at one time. I don't know if you downloaded that. No, one. I didn't have Quirtle. That one was just ridiculous, but I was still playing that one too. So like every day now. We were playing it, so this is you know if you're gonna win a game show, you gotta be practicing. Yeah. Like, if you think you're just gonna wing it, you can't just wing it because again, like so, and and this isn't this isn't like some like trade secret. Like the all the contestants without a doubt had open access to this because yes. like they all were playing the game. Like there was uh, other people that I know just based off of like they had like word lists, which is what we we had word lists like common words starting with X, Y, and Z letter, things that were a little tricky to us. Like we were going back and forth, like preparing. And like, honestly, like that's what 
That's what the producers want. They don't want you to go on the show and just bomb because then the audience is be like, this show sucks. Like, these guys are terrible. Yeah. Like, and we all know we watch Will Fortune or Jeopardy, and it's like, there's always those contestants that slip through the cracks, and you're like, how did this Joker get on here? He's a, he's a buffoon. So, like, we did our due diligence, not to mention, I said it. Like, look, I've been playing poker for, I don't know, close to 20 years now. I have, I don't want to say very low tournament winnings, but I have lower than you would expect someone who'd be on a podcast, right? Yeah, but the it. point got is almost six figures. Yes, though. but it's what I'm like, saying is, is know. this? I thought to myself, like, if I'm going to have the potential to win some money, this is closer to what I excel at compared to poker. That was my personal feelings on it. Like, look, I'm going to be able to crush this. Because I know myself well enough to know that I can do this. Yeah. Like, I can do this. So com confidence is definitely something you're going to need going in uh, besides studying on top of that. But one thing Brian said, now this is specifically lingo, um, you know, set uh, skill. One thing Brian said to me, and it was probably after the first week or two, he's like, dude, don't look at the keyboard mm -hmm. when you're playing the game. And you may not understand, but if you play Wordle, you can look at the letters like, okay, I've used R, I've used yes. L. What letters have I used? But when you're on the game show, there's no keyboard in front of you. There's no letters that you've used. Nothing. So your mind has to process the letters in your head and see everything like laid out by yourself. So I started like covering and not looking at the keyboard. So that was a big skill. If anyone in the future is going on lingo, you definitely want to use that skill. Do not look at any of they the don't letters. Use the keyboard at and all. And try to go there. Nope. Nope. Um, and then you got to remember too, like the app is different than the game, yes. right? The app has um, a certain timer, and like not going into the rules of of lingo, but if you watch the first season, you kind of have an idea of like when your time runs out, um, when you need to answer a clue by, like things like that. So like one thing we always stressed um, to each other prior to even going on the show was like, look, if you get stuck, don't try and solve the word, just get a word up there so that you have an opportunity to guess again in the next tier of, of a timer breakdown. And, and um, that I think that's another tip that I definitely would throw out. And people had asked me about like some of the stuff when they watch the show and I explained them like how we kind of did it. My mind was like this. It was like, I was just going to cram and memorize as many openings as I possibly could. So like, for example, if like raise was the first word, the second word I would think of was be, if I used like an AI would be like an OU. So I would use the word round mm -hmm. next. Now round and raise are almost completely different. But the thing was, is like I knew in my head I had at least two, three, or four words built into my mind for each letter. I that would, would use that would use like uh, half the alphabet. Yeah, like right. Yeah. So okay. we were trying to consume as many letters as possible when we got stuck. Mm -hmm. Now, if we were right there, when we were one letter off. Obviously, we're going to gun for it and we're just going to go for it. So I knew Brian's mind is a little more analytical when it comes to figuring that out. So I was like, all right, I can focus on just cramming these words down. If we get stuck, I'll just throw something randomly out there to keep the timer. And I think we, if I remember correctly, I don't think we got timed out at all, did we? Uh, I don't know. I don't I, remember. I don't think, because I watched the other episodes and like a lot of people have gotten timed out. Yeah. I don't think we did. So that was one of the things is you want to make sure that maybe one partner is aware of the time because it, it moves very quickly and they're controlling, like, just make sure we have something there if we need it and have your other player that's maybe more analytical deciphering and figuring out at the same time. Because I have people in the show like, why did you throw out that word there after that? And I was like, well, if you saw... We were down to like two seconds. I threw something out. And then if you realize we got a letter there, yeah, which then yeah. helped us and Brian able to figure out from that spot on to the next one. So 
you can't think of it as like a linear thing of like, all right, I used A, so I need an A, E, or A, B. Uh-huh. So like, I have to just throw out other letters to consume as yeah. much of the alphabet it's, as possible. You got to remember, you have a certain number of guesses to get the, guess the word. You don't need to guess the word in the first or the second the second try. Like, yeah, I get it. There's monetary values associated with each guess, but at the end of the day, all you're trying to do is get to the final result, which is the word. Um, so those are all little things that we had talked about in advance before we even got yeah. on a plane. Like a lot of the stuff that we were like doing, um, I want to say that some of the, some of the other contestants that wound up winning on the other episodes, you know, throughout season one, I'm sure that they had some sort of game plan in place that they were practicing well before they even landed you know in manchester um because it was it was apparent like we we wound up winning eighty three thousand dollars right but there were other teams that like obviously they banked a lot of the what whatever the winning teams moved on to each round but we were one of the lower totals that were won throughout season one for those eight episodes that they aired um and it's not because we did poorly. I think I, it's because uh, some of the other teams didn't do as well as as I think they anticipated. I think one of the things that hurt me personally was the heads-up round. And so I thought I was going to be pretty confident with the five-letter heads-up round. And here's where something where, you know, listen, you could play on your phone all day. But then when you're in the studio and you're in front of people and there's a live crowd and you got a celebrity host and everything, it gets to you a little bit. And what threw me off was I was comfortable, okay? I was comfortable. We had this big screen, and we were looking away. <laughs> this is what threw me off, and I'm going to be honest. And, like, I know it sounds like a shitty excuse, but, it, like, it hurt me because it threw me off. Is when they brought out those little TVs, and people on on, on Watch Call don't know that because they don't see it. When you went to the heads-up round, so you were looking, if you watch this, we're looking at this big screen. When you go heads-up, you see the letters on the board, but we were looking at these little, like, I want to say 32 inch TVs. They rolled out. You yeah. Know yep. That hurt me. Cause now like, I felt like I had everything in my head here, but then when I had to focus here, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but it was harder for me to no, focus. No, I know. I like, I mean, listen, but that's, but that's what I'm saying is, and I don't want to use that just as one excuse, but what I'm saying is people going on a game show realize that how you're studying and playing at home is completely different than it's going to happen when you're there. Yes. And I also think that, so like, let's Okay. So, the UK version that that pretty much we were told to like follow and watch, even though I had already known like the Chuck Woolery version. So we watch it, um, and the monetary value that they won in um, pounds in the UK was like you know was it ten, ten grand or something. It, it would convert to us like maybe like eight thousand dollars. So like we didn't know. Go- oh, that was it. Yeah, we didn't yes, know. So that's what I'm trying to get on. Yeah. So so we had no idea what what the winning prize was going to be. Because it's the first season. It's never so been seen. We we basically were like, you know what? Let's just have fun. And from like listen, I am I am by nature a very anxious, overthinking <laughs> person. But from Jump Street, I'm like, dude, let's just go have fun. It's it's not going to be life changing money. And you know what? It is what it is. Like we're getting we're getting a trip to trip. to 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 the United Kingdom out of this for a long weekend. Like, let's just live it up. And we actually got some content because we went to a bunch of like, yeah, if you see our other, <laughs> just drop it real quick. If you go watch our other poker room, we did, uh, we did some United Kingdom poker room stuff. Back yeah, while we were there, while we were there. Um, but so the one thing that we did say to each other, and this is, yeah, I mean, we said like, if it's, if it is big money. And when I say big money, like what, 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 it what it was, you know, a substantial amount of money for both of us. I was like, I'm going to be sick 
to my stomach. So needless to say, when like the we knew the rules in advance, it's well established like before you get there, but like you never really know how much you're gonna win. So then when that was dropped, I'm like, I remember slapping him across the <laughs> chest, and I'm like, our biggest fear has just reared its yeah, ugly like, head. First place is a fifty thousand dollar bonus. I was like, <sighs> but I'll say this, I'll say this, and maybe you don't think it, your your mentality changed because he's usually like cool calm chill me i was the one who was like dude calm down like have a good time i was like we're going i was like dude, he i was saw like, blood yes i was like we're just we're out the wind yeah like dude, he was like a no, shark in the water yeah, dude that's how i felt i was like like zero chill but then so but the night before you know so just drop a little more tip here there's 10 and 12 letter words oh and that's I think right yes, here's yes, a little yes. strategy i would throw out there when we kind of talked about this now, this is a primetime TV show. So the words that are going to be on there are going to be words that the average person is going to understand. They're not going to have... The viewers would see and know. Yes. Yes. Like, they might be difficult. They might be a little higher of the vocabulary chain, but they're not going to be like words I mean, they're you, 10 and 12 letter words. But, yes. But they're not words that you never heard of. Like, what does uh -huh. that even mean? So we crammed the night before, like, the most common 10 and 12 letter words, which actually helped us um, because there were some of the words that we were going off of. And they were stuck in our head. So we were cramming 10 and 12 letter words, like going through like Google's like most used R 10 letter word, most used 12 letter word with the letter L. Like we went through the whole thing the yep. night before and just yep. going over. So even up to the game show itself, uh, they don't let you allow. Here's another thing. You're not allowed to bring a phone into. And I would assume this is for all game. Shows. All game shows. You're yes. not going to be able because not, obviously yeah. cheating. You're not going to be able to bring game, your phone in there. So. Another tip, if you do go on a game show, let your significant others know, like, mm -hmm. I probably won't have contact with you for the entire day. So they take your phone. But here's where we had a little, uh, I mean, for me at least, and I, I we saw one other team do this as well. I had flashcards that I physically had written out. Which was clutch because you like you you were able to continue to kind of Study. do something. The, one, the other guys had, like, a notebook, notebook. with words in it. Yes. Um, but but me, a, I was flying blind. <laughs> yeah, you're like whatever. <laughs> but I, I was this. good. Yeah, but no, you were. You, I was my zen. Yeah, my chi was 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 you, centered, dude. I you, was in. You were you were there. I wanted to keep studying. So if it's something that you want to keep your mind fresh, like going into it, like if you're one of the people that have to study up to the last second of a test, like I am, and you want to cram and stuff, then know that you're. Uh, they might not even let it, depending on the game show. But they let us bring note cards in now obviously i couldn't bring them onto the game floor because we had a little green room back room but in the back room i was just sitting there killing time by just like reviewing words reviewing words reviewing words so my head was just staying in the moment because i knew me if i was just sitting around doing nothing then my mind would start getting like maybe anxious and stuff yeah but i knew that uh by studying it was going to help me so that that was something that kind of helped us too um, so, so then let's just fast forward a little bit while well, we've kind of talked about what our experience there, but so we get selected, right? Woohoo. Like we finally get there. And then obviously we have to spend like three or four days in, in Manchester. So again, um, we, we did what we did. We went to a couple casinos. We did a couple poker room reviews, things of that nature. And then day of, we go to the studio and, and we're going through the whole recording thing. Um, so in the gameplay, so needless to say, it was very difficult when you're on stage because I mean, it is a lot in front of a live studio audience, yes. right? You're there all day. Um, it's it is such a, a it's big a hoopla. Day. Like, yeah. I mean, there's wardrobe, there's makeup, like, and they treat you like, they treat you like royalty, which is like, take it all in. And that's what I kept saying to him. I was like, dude, just enjoy this. Like, 
um, the staff that was there to help with the contestants. Like, dude, it was so much fun. Like, just learning about the culture, like the cultural differences, the cultural gap. Like, yeah, because that was your first time in Europe too, right? Yes, so, but we're talking yeah. about just like random things that's unrelated to what we're about to go do with like the other contestants, and then obviously like. Um, you know, the staff that's assigned to us. Uh, but then we get on. So needless to say, like we go on and one of our 10 letter words is a word we had talked about the night prior, which was laundromat. Yeah. And even before that, even the, when we did a pretrial workout or workout pre, when we did a pretrial, uh, they do, they run you through the show, like without recording, they're like, oh, 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 like, and they do, yes. they give you like a test word. Like, all right, this is what, uh, here we go. This is how it's going to be like a practice. And that word was in there too, is bachelorette. So like, it was like, that's I right. was like, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So I was like, right. dude, these words are the ones we've been cramming. So all this was fresh in our head. Yes. And so, you know, that's why I'm saying, like, you have to study. You yeah, have you got to do your due diligence. Like, don't like you got to think about it like this. Um, and and it was, this was what kind of relayed to us. Like, and we didn't really think of it this way. Like, we were told that we beat, like, not beat, but we were selected over tens of thousands of applicants. And like. That's the reality is like if you get selected to go on a game show, you got to realize that there's a specific reason why you were selected over everyone else that applied. Um, and when you kind of put it in the perspective, like there's, you know, however many billion people in this world, you, you know, even if a small fraction of them applied for a game show, you still probably beat out 100,000 people, which is a lot. Yeah. Right. That's more than you would beat out in a poker tournament. Yeah. Right. So like. Take advantage of it because you you don't want to go on there looking like a dingbat because that was another thing we were really worried about was like if we go on here and look like absolute fools like and get smoked and I don't want to tell anyone that I was on this show like I don't <laughs> want anyone watching me get destroyed yeah um but again yeah it, it was it was an incredible experience like shout out if you know from people from and, CBS and or, so, or wait, all I, the productive companies I, I gotta, it was great I got to drop out the biggest win of it all the the surprise ending which oh yeah i mean obviously well so if you haven't watched the show okay check it out it's, it's episode six of the first season you can watch it on i think um paramount plus yeah, yeah paramount, paramount streaming now you yep. can get it it's probably on youtube at this point or whatever so going into it like i think the last interview they asked like you know what you know they asked basic question like what would you do if you won the money and I think Brian was like, well, you know, I want to take my kids to Disney and like and do some stuff. Well, can I please just clarify? Okay. Like, come on. <laughs> right. I just watched a show, UK, the the guy, the, the team that's winning is winning eight grand. Yeah, right? yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, like my kids have been begging me to go to Disney. I know Disney's like a ten thousand dollar trip. Like, and that's kind of doing it up with the, doing with it the, with the family. Yeah. Yes, the whole you know what family, I mean? the whole so, line. Like, that was like my cliche kind of like cookie cutter response. Had I known before that I was going to, and again, 40,000 isn't life changing, but had I known, I would have maybe come up with something a little bit better. Like, well, so they, cause they asked me like beforehand, they're like, you know, and I said, I said, well, you know, I said, me and my girlfriend, I said, we're looking, you know, take the next step. And I said, honestly, I said, if we win, I think it'd be really cool. I would like to probably engage, I get engaged on the show and, and ask my girlfriend to marry me. And so what was, what was cool is, and I think you remember this and I don't remember, but the, pro the, the producer. Okay, yes. So at the end of the show, when it came to the final showdown, they move the booths around. So you have some like five, 10 minute downtime where they're setting everything up. But you're just standing there. And so the producer, the one I had talked to in the last interview, like walked over me and I already knew what he was going to ask. I already knew it. He just had a look in his eye and he's like. He said to me, he's like, are you, he's like, if you win, are, are you going to do no, it? No, he asked if you were going to do it. And you said, if we win, we will. Yes. And that's what I said. I and then like, I walk past and I'm like, 
we're winning. Yeah, like, I yeah. told him, I'm like, we're winning. And we went out. Yeah. And so, at the end of the show, I proposed uh, to my girlfriend, who is now my fiance, because she did say yes. But this was recorded last August. Yes, yeah, so it was. Rec- yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, me and my girlfriend had already talked that we, we knew we were going to get married. We had already made plans. So it wasn't going to be, like, a super surprise that th- this was. So, she knew that a proposal was eventually coming. And so she like had assumed that it was going to be like, you know, I, we had gone away somewhere in the late fall together. And then we went away somewhere in like January together. So she was thinking that like I was proposing. Yeah. And then like all these things are happening. Like I'm not proposing. So she's like kind of getting on me a little bit. She's like, she's like, you know, I could see it in her. And like a couple of her friends like, have let's said go, stuff. Dude. Like what's happened? I was like, don't worry. I have a plan. Just believe me. Yeah. I have a plan. I have a plan. I have a plan. So but like in the back of my head, I had already proposed eight months ago i know so we had what was cool was we had um a party uh for all our friends and family we invited we did a little private dinner um for some friends and family but at the end of the show obviously i proposed and so it was a pretty cool ending to the yes whole and that experience. was i mean that was like such a like a bittersweet moment because you know i like anything else and, and you're gonna know this if you do get on a show like you can't really let anyone disclose like the outcomes yes. even if you lose you're really not supposed to say like oh i lost like or if you won so like a lot of our loved ones like didn't they know. didn't really know Nothing. what happened and how things kind of went and it, it was like equally worse for like you know i mean my wife and then obviously your fiance now like like just saying like i can't really talk about it like you know, because if it gets out on like Facebook or Twitter, but like, it's not even that. Like it's screwed. it's just you don't want to ruin it for anyone. Like yeah. you don't want to ruin it. Um, but real quick, getting back to like that final showdown. So like we had all always said that if we had an option to choose, yeah. um, we were going to send out the other team to go first. And so that's... this played like huge into our strategy and how we really essentially how we won because. But, but like that's a that's a that's a poker strategy like. In any game theory, any game theory uh, in life, if you take the position and you watch someone else go first yes. in anything, you have, you know, it's like you play the button, right? You mm-hmm. always want to have position. Late people. position. You always want to have position yep. because you want to see what they do. You want to have a feel for the time, the words, everything, the experience. And then you know how we had to know how fast we had to move yep. if they were, you know, what they were doing. So you always want to take position when offered the option to take position. Not only that, like you want to see other people screw up so that you don't make the same mistakes. And that was part of our goal because, yes, we read the rules but we didn't actually see how it played out and like it worked like it honestly worked out exactly the way that we anticipated because if you do watch our episode you'll see the team that we went against and they were great like i mean that mother daughter like the the mom was hilarious like <laughs> it was like i felt terrible and we'll talk about that too but um like they didn't they didn't take advantage of the rules meaning like they would get stuck on a r- word they and they just passed. kept trying to solve it and their clicker their tickers coming down and down and they could have just passed on it and there wasn't a single time i think until like the very end that they passed and they wound up getting like one or two words and we still almost didn't make it yes. until like the very last word with yes. like maybe a couple seconds to spare but yeah um, the timing that's what i'm saying like i want to go back to what i was saying before is like having one person maybe focus on the time and the other person focus on something else that way that because you know you know we were on that stage for probably hours mm-hmm. and it felt like three minutes yeah because just the yep. time you're in this yep. tunnel of like this whole tunnel moment. vision the whole yeah. time like you get out of there and like literally 
your whole body's just like exhausted. Like we still found a way to make our way to a poker room. I mean, why wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. We had just won eighty three thousand dollars. So needless to say, like we were playing a little splashy that night. It kind of worked out. For yeah, us, we actually worked but, out good. Um, but that was the, that was the worst part of it for me. And I think you can kind of yeah. agree is like after after we wound up winning, like woohoo, you guys won. Like you know, we we unfortunately had to like go back and like kind of collect our things with the people who had just lost yeah and that was difficult we just for felt me. so i felt so terrible just like interacting with them afterward like they were they were happy because for us the, stuff, sh the but... show is winner takes all yeah. which i still think sucks man like i wish that, i hope in season two they have like a runner-up prize or something something man. because like that was which was difficult for me is like i didn't want to gloat i didn't want to like rub it in everyone's face in the background like yeah we're awesome because mm -hmm. then everyone else like i mean granted they got a free trip they had a free experience but they go home with nothing, and it's like I felt weird. And I even said to Brian, I was like, "Dude, I just want to get out of here, man." Like it was, I, it was very uncomfortable. It, it was. Yeah. And I listen. Everyone there was awesome. Yep. The people we went against, everyone was nice. Everyone was awesome. It was great meeting everyone. I would love to maybe connect with them on Twitter or Facebook or something if they watch us down the show. You know, feel free to add us. Yeah, seriously. Because it was a cool experience that we all kind of felt together. But at the same time, I was like, man, this sucks. Like they don't get anything, and like I just felt like a. Like a sickening. Like yeah. I just won yep. eighty three grand, and I'm like, I want to get out of here right yeah. now. And it's funny because like I feel like, um, maybe this like I feel like we were, the like if, like again, we saw some of the contestants coming in. Like we all like you just know who it is, and we're like, oh man, like I don't want to play against them. I don't want to play. Like you're kind of judging the other team just based off of appearance, and yeah, I like, guarantee they looked at us like. These guys got no shot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm watching people study on the corners. I'm like, all right, we're going to avoid them. This lady seems kind of yes, sharp. I want to yes, avoid yes, them. Yes. You know, like, so, and then at the same time, we're just like, okay. But at the end, I was just like, oh, man, I just I just wanted to get out to of get there. get out of there. So we went out to dinner, and then we went and played cards that night and had some fun. Found, like, yep. a really cool poker room. Yep. And uh, you can watch our review on that. But So that's, that's our kind of breakdown, I think, of, one, how we got on a game show, and, two, how we won it. Now... Price is right, man. We're we gonna do it yeah, or what? Yeah, no. First is so uh, we are segueing some of our winnings into the WSOP main event. You're gonna see me and Sakali at the final table, and then I'm gonna uh, usurp his statistics <laughs> over me and take the whole thing. We are playing the WSOP main event. That was one of the things we took some of our money. I mean, we invested in our family and yeah, stuff absolutely. like that. Yep. But we took ten grand aside, both of us, and we're like, we're playing the main. So we are going to the WSOP main event this summer. Uh, to play in it. I'm going to so. punt on day one, so I'll be no, at the Mixed Game stop. Festival. <laughs> no, see, you, you can't think like that. Nah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank, thank you, everyone, uh, for hanging out with us. Make sure you follow us on all social media. Thank you for supporting the uh, Nerd Easy Poker Podcast. Make sure that you're a subscriber. Just hit the sub button. It's free to do on YouTube or uh, Spotify or Apple, wherever you listen. Uh, we've, we've been floating in the top 50 uh, Google search. If you search Poker Podcast, we're in the top 50, which... Uh, is awesome. We're up there with like some of the top guns, and I feel kind of weird. I'm like, man, these are like really big names, and it's yeah. kind of cool. But we just need that clout. We just yeah. need some legitimacy. So once I get that bracelet, we're gonna be good. So, uh, but no, keep supporting us. Thank you. And if if you want to reach out to us, follow us on Twitter, and you can ask us anything or whatever. If you want to see stuff on the show, and we'll definitely do it. But um, thank you, everyone, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Next time.